You've got work friends, you've got best friends, and now you've got ghoul friends. Hello and welcome to episode 41 of the Ghoul Friends podcast. I'm Caitlin. I'm Celeste. I'm so proud of you. You're doing so well with that now. I have to focus really hard. Don't fuck it up. Don't fuck it up. (laughs) You're like, it's amazing once you hit record that you simultaneously lose the ability to talk. (laughs) You just seize up. It's true. No, and I love how I'm sitting here like with, I feel like I'm at a board meeting with my hands (laughs) crossed like this. You You look very professional. You know, just sitting in my sweatpants. And your jammy pants and your shirt. My jammy (laughs) pants. I don't know about anyone else, but like, if I don't have to leave the house, I ain't looking cute. No. No. I told you this morning, I'm like, I'm not putting makeup on, so I'm sorry I have to look at a potato with eyeballs all day. (laughs) (laughs) You coined that for me. Thank you very much. (laughs) I really look like a potato. I am also a potato with eyes today. (laughs) But you know what? Fuck it, 2020. Fuck it, 2020. Sometimes you gotta give your face a break. Because ladies, you know, like, caking your face with makeup is not great for it all the time. (laughs) No. Weekends are my rest day. And, like, we have nice makeup. I rest my face. I (laughs) I rest my face. We have, like, really nice makeup, too. So I feel like it's expensive. Yeah. I'm like, I got to save it for, like, my good days. When I need it. <laughs> when I need it. Like, don't waste it. When, sorry, but you don't get the good looks on the weekends. <laughs> That's all right. No, I love how you have, like, shitty mascara, and you're like, this is my weekend mascara. Yeah. This is my work <laughs> mascara. Like, I got to be ready for everything. Not that I need a pretty face to go watch a baby, because, you know, he really doesn't give a shit. <laughs> no, I don't think he does. No. I remember when I first met you, you were... <laughs> Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I remember. Easy. Well, I remember I taught you that maybe you should take your makeup off like every day instead of, you know, keeping the same eyeliner on for a week. You know, it was still there. Why your eyes are crusted shut. <laughs> they were not. As you mm-hmm. did get me onto the makeup wipes though. Like those are so much easier than like soak and water. Yeah, absolutely. It's true. And use good makeup. Like good makeup really makes a difference. Yeah. Like, you know. And hydrate, like hydrate your face, because especially if you're up here, like we are in the north, where there is no humidity and it's fucking cold, dries out quick. I'm like practically molting. I'm so dry. Every, I was gonna say, yeah, face. My hands are super dry. Just I know, like the like I lotioned a little bit, so it's not as bad. But like that area between my thumb, and my finger mm. is so dry. So mine are just like the tops of my hands. You can uh, see it there, yeah. just like cracking. It's horrible. Gross. I am usually a fan of cold weather. But at this point, I'm kind of ready for a little bit warmer. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. It's These past couple days have been, like, really cold. I think tomorrow's supposed to be, like, 50, though. Like, we're oh, going to have good. a heat wave. Because <laughs> what is it today? It's, like, 30? I think the high was, like, 31. So it's Damn. pretty... It's And it's kind of windy, so, like, that kind of bites you. Yeah, it does. And I'm kind of... I think I'm just ready to see, like, leaves on trees again. Green. Yeah, it's not very green. Like, it's easy to get run down when everything's just, like, dead. Well, it's... There's... It's seasonal depression. There's That's it's a real true. thing, yeah. It's very true. My mom very much has that yeah well that's other floating around the caribbean right now <laughs> yeah so she's not having that problem right now because she's sipping margaritas on a cruise ship which just coming off her surgery she should be allowed to do absolutely she deserves she's it living her best little life out there she is living her best little life they're having a good time i know it's wild um yeah i'm ready for some some leaves on trees i'm ready for some yeah. a little bit warmer weather a little bit of a change we made a yeah. big change yesterday yeah, it's like we just had a kid or something. <laughs> I gave birth. <laughs> oh my god, we would be off the air for six months if we had children. We'd be like, we can't. Like, when would we record? Just like, mom, mom, like, shut up and go ask your other mother. <laughs> your other mother. That's a fun, uh, that's an interesting thought. What would our kids call us? I don't know. Ma. No, they would call you mom. No one's calling me mom. Or like, the southern mama. 
Mama. No, I think I'd just be like, Mom. Mm. I don't like, like, Mommy and stuff. Like, no, I that, think, like, weirds me out yeah. a little bit. I'm just like, Mommy. I'm like, uh-uh. Sound like a, like a little punk. Well, like, too, and I feel like in the South, that's very common. Not as so much with Mommy, but, like, Daddy. Like, but, like, not in a weird <laughs> sexual way, which is where my brain goes, like, Daddy. Like, I don't know. I call my dad Dad. Dad. Or I call him Jeff. <laughs> Yeah, I remember, like, the first time you, like, kind of introduced me to your parents and stuff, yeah. and you were like, like, Jeff, listen. And I was like, why are you calling your dad Jeff? And like, that's just what it is. It was like, kind of a joke at first. Yeah, like, you and your sister do it. Call them by their first names. Yeah, because a lot of times they just aren't listening, so you have to be like, Dr. Seymour, and they'll just be like, what? Huh? Um, no, I never, it was always mom and dad. Yeah. My mom hated being like, mama. She's like, I'm not your mama. Yeah. Like, I'm your mom. Mom. I, I always call my mom mom. But now you call her mom. She's I call her mom. Well, yeah. <laughs> she, she got pissed one time because I, like, I was like, ma. And she's like, don't call me ma. So I'm like, I changed it in my phone and everything. Mm-hmm. And it was always ma. So now she's ma. So you can be ma. <laughs> ma. Ma. Hey, ma. No. <laughs> It'll be mom. Mom. Or mama. Mom. Mama's kind of cute. Yeah. Mom one and mom two. Yeah. Like, I don't know. <laughs> nice mom and mean mom. Yeah. You're the nice one that will give him anything. And I'm just going to be like, the hell? Oh, I don't know. You're pretty mushy when it comes to because <laughs> the dogs give you, you know, dog gives you any kind of like puppy eyes. And you're like, do you want a treat? <laughs> I mean, you to our children. I'd be like, your I'll kid weighs 800 train. pounds. Stop feeding them <laughs> Twinkies for snacks. <laughs> but he's so cute. <laughs> we would be like your great grandmother. Yeah, my great grandmother. <laughs> Um, God rest her. Yes, but when we would go to her house, which was often because we just loved it. Yeah. Um, I remember my mom, like, saying, like, they don't need, like, all this junk food and candy. And she's like, well, when they're in my house, they can do whatever they want. (laughs) (laughs) Your rules don't apply in my house. Exactly. And she would have, this is horrible. How, like, I'm not, like, a raging diabetic. I don't know. Because she would have a tub of frosting. For me, I liked the vanilla. And my brother liked the chocolate. Yeah. And it'd be sitting on the kitchen table with a spoon on top of each oh. jar. And, like, we would just go oh. in and watch, like, Looney Tunes and just, like, literally suck down oh a tub of frosting God. every time we went. <laughs> and then they'd send us home. <laughs> I can't remember the last time I ate a tub of frosting, but I think I was in college, probably. Yeah, I gross. don't even think I could eat, like, uh, maybe a couple spoonfuls, but, like... If I make a cake, I'll, like... sweet. Yeah, like, get, like, a little little dab. Yeah. A little dab will do ya. A little dab will do ya. <laughs> um... It's amazing how, like, as you get older, your, like, acclimation to sweet things really goes down. It does. Like, I remember being in college and drinking, like, Moscato. I'm not dragging anyone that drinks it. That's fine. It's just too sweet for me, but I used to do the same thing. I know. I drink, like, the sugariest shit I could find, and now I'm like, I need a very Mm -hmm. dry Pinot Grigio, please. (laughs) (laughs) Chardonnay is my my go-to. Yeah. I think it's, like, with soda, too. We don't drink... Regular soda. It's, no. it's diet. No if diet. I take, like, regular soda, I'm just like, whoa. I don't know. Diet Coke now is a different story. Well, Diet Coke is diet. I know, but it's like... It comes out <laughs> of a fucking fountain, man. I am all for it. Caitlin's ultimate dream is to have a soda, or uh, fountain soda machine. Listen, like they have at McDonald's. Is it, <laughs> I Googled them <laughs> the other day. <laughs> just for fun, and they're not that expensive, but they're really fucking ugly, and I just couldn't... I, 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 we have like a show house, I'm, and I'm proud of it. Like I yeah. can't have an ugly ass like. Well, if, if you had a lady lair, yeah, like your lady lair room that has like all your pat stuff up and like a TV, you could have it like sick. a wet bar. You could have it like hooked up in there. Fuck me up! I can't wait. We're gonna do it. I will own one one day. <laughs> Stay tuned. 
I think where we were going with that with the changes we got yes. onto our imaginary children. And babies and Diet Coke. <laughs> uh, okay, um, what, did, what change did we make? I found some really nice couches. Yes, you did. And just surprised you and said, we're getting a new living room. <laughs> it wasn't, I wasn't like, that is not what got to me. It was like, hey, we're getting a new living room. I'm like, great. You're like, hey, we get to haul our couches out of the house. And I'm like, Great. <laughs> and I was like, in hindsight, probably wasn't a good idea. We both had anxiety and like changes like that kind of yeah. put you in a different mood. <laughs> I was just like, ah, fuck it, 2020. Here we go. <laughs> that was not an excuse to just do whatever the fuck want. <laughs> well, we survived. It looks great. We and did. if you follow us on social media, you can You've seen you it. see. Yeah. yeah. Um, looks much better. I'm like, I see the old one and I was like, man, oh. we're fucking gross. <laughs> <laughs> with bougie now. <laughs> no, they do look good. So yeah. we did that. We got a new coffee table. Just yeah. spruced her up in there. So yeah. she's looking fresh. We arranged some um, pictures. pictures yep. And it looks good. Got the dog a new dog bed. Because he used to be allowed on the old ratty couches. And now he can't. So that's been a battle. It has been a battle. He's not thrilled about that change. The cats, on the other hand, adore the couches yeah. and refuse to leave them. We'll put some of those pictures up of them on the... Yeah. Um, Insta. Yeah, I went downstairs lot early this morning when we we both woke up in the middle of the night. But I came down to get a ginger ale because we've gotten hooked on Whole Foods ginger ale. Just try it; it's so fucking it's, good. Yeah, as we just said, we don't drink regular soda. Well, that's an exception right now. It's real good. It is good. So I came down to get one, and I um, looked at the couch, and both cats are like dead asleep. Parked. On, yeah, they still are. They're both on it right now. Truly. Oh, my God, someone's kayaking across the lake. Are they really? Yeah. You see it? Oh, yeah. Don't fall it. They don't even have a life jacket on. I know. I'm like... That you're dumb. You did. If you go kayaking in the dead of winter, I know it's mild, but that water is so cold. Well, the water is colder than that. Yeah. And if you fall in, there's not much time for you to... You have to pull a Titanic and never let go because you you go in. That's... Yeah. That's unsafe. Yeah. Shame on you, sir. Paddle yourself to that beach. All right, we have rambled. Sorry. We rambled. It's been a rambly week. We always start at the beginning to like, okay, what are we going to talk about? And I'm like, we don't ever need to do that because no. we, we just go. Yeah. Sorry for the rambling. We were too. At the, at beginning. the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. If you have stuck with us through all episodes, like, good for you. Oh my God, I need to buy you a t shirt. <laughs> yes. Because... <laughs> uh, which only one person has bought any merch. So, y'all. Y'all. Buy t-shirts, buy things. (laughs) And if you see something that you want that we don't, it's not available, let us know. So we kind of understand, like... We've got hookups. Like, we were talking about, like, car decals. Like, that would be cool. Yeah. Like, it'd be cool Mm -hmm. to have cool friends ride around on the back of your car. Yeah, Like, maybe a magnet or something. Yeah, that'd be cool. That would be cool. So let us know. Yeah. Go buy a fucking t-shirt, y'all. Go buy things. (laughs) Fuck it, 2020, go buy things. (laughs) Yes. All right. All right. Well, we're going to have a little history lesson today. We're going to history class. We're going to history class. Um, you are much more, um, you wicked smart in this department. <laughs> I do like history. You love history, so interested. I know you really loved this one, yeah. um, this topic. So I think we kind of have some little history lessons, and then we're going to get into like the spookiness of it. Yeah. Um, but I think it definitely, to get into the spookiness, you, you have understand. to have a little backstory. Yeah. yeah. So let's go to history class. Yep. Hot for teaching and smack me with your ruler. I am not. Okay. <laughs> we were here to learn. <laughs> I tried. 
Um, what are we talking about? So we're going to, well, we kind of went back and forth on what to do. If we wanted to just do like kind of battles or, but we kind of honed in on the Civil War, the American right. Civil War. That's what we're talking about, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Well, so I think we both kind of found our own um, topics uh-huh. yeah. and just kind of went with it. And so you're going to start because yours. Um, Chronologically, yeah. First. So if you want to give a little bit of background history, I guess, on the Civil War, I think. You know, the one thing I did not do, and I'm going to Google it as I'm talking, <laughs> is the dates of the Civil War. <laughs> I think it was 1862 to 1865. See, I feel like it's 1861 to something, but I'm I'm literally looking it up as we speak. Google, Google, Live. Google. Popcorn, popcorn, poppy, poppy, <laughs> popcorn. Popping away. <laughs> it, okay, so the Civil War started on April 12th, 1861, mm-hmm. and it ended on April 9th, 1865. I was close. I was only a year mm-hmm. off. Yeah, you were close. And it started if we you know, remind yourselves, mm-hmm. in Charleston. That is where the Civil War began. Yes. At Fort Sumter. old Fort Sumter, yeah. which... Don't go in the summer, but I think we said this before. Go see go, it, yeah. Definitely go see it. It is really cool. Yeah. Go to Charleston anyway. Just go Charleston. visit. If anyone's going to Charleston, you just let us know. We will hook you up. <laughs> a couple of y'all live in Charleston. I know, and I'm real so jealous, jealous because I want to be in Charleston real <laughs> I know. bad right now. So, um, props to you, but yes. And I remember, do you remember the grade you were in when you studied the Civil War? Oh, man. Definitely in high school. I think we maybe touched on it. Like, yeah. Probably middle school-ish. Yeah. Uh, maybe a tiny, tiny, but very, like, PG version <laughs> in, like, elementary school. But I yeah. think definitely probably sophomore, junior year, we really got into it. We I did American said, history. I think U.S. history yeah. was, like, a class that I took, and we talked about it then. Mm-hmm. Um, fun fact, in the South, and I remember them referring to this, um, the Civil War sometimes is referred to as the War of Northern Aggression. Yeah. That is a term yeah. I heard frequently we growing up in the South. Not I don't think they called it that up here. Not in the North. <laughs> no, which I don't agree with that name at all. But yeah. It's just funny how the difference, like... Like, they were pissed off because they didn't want slaves? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, why is why are we mad? I know. I, I don't. <laughs> we're just, we're all here for equality. It's yeah. funny how it still is into, like, like today's kind of society, too. Like, well, being gay is... a formative is, event. Well, right, but, like, being gay is, like, more open up here. Like, you feel like people in the North are more, like... Liberal. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's interesting. Human rights. And, like, that's what the North wanted then. Yeah. No, it's, it's interesting, kind of, how these events have shaped cultural... Mm-hmm differences between the two regions and not to say that you know there are still forms of discrimination in the world today sure. of course well, yeah. um some of that a lot of that unfortunately still happens in the south whether yeah. it's due to race or sexual orientation as we have discovered mm-hmm. but religion um all of it yeah it's interesting how these i mean the civil war was a massive event it truly has yeah. shaped how america like grew up after that mm-hmm. so it's interesting um so do you want me to jump into yeah mine? yeah let's go for it Okay, so I'm going to be talking about the Battle of Antietam, Okay. or it's also known as the Battle of Sharpsburg. Um, when I was growing up, they referred to it as the Battle of Sharpsburg. Okay, I think we did Antietam. Yeah, I think that's another difference between mm-hmm. North and the South. Yeah. So, um, to kind of set the scene here, uh, the battle took place on September 17th, 1862, and it got the name it has because it was fought at Antietam Creek, and that's located in Sharpsburg, Maryland. Yeah, makes sense. Um, you know, this is a major war or major battle in the war, mm-hmm. and it's known as the most deadly one day battle in American history. So it was fought in a day, and there, we will see this. There's just an incredible, you know, loss, loss of, life. of life. Yeah. Yeah. So to understand the battle, I think we kind of have to go back a little bit and understand where we were in the war. Okay. 
So at this point in time, um, the union was kind of struggling at the moment. And for those uh, who maybe are unfamiliar with Civil War history, the union represented the northern states. Yes. The Confederacy represented southern states. Right. Remember that when the uh, when the Battle of Fort Sumter happened, the South seceded from the Union. So they said, we're not America anymore, we're the Confederacy. Like, we are two separate countries. You hollered at me this morning for using that word. You said I did not use it. Seceded. That is the... I didn't say you couldn't use the word. I said you used it in the wrong context. Oh, okay. You were trying to say retreat. <laughs> and secede, those are two separate things. Okay. It's like they were, like, denouncing the Union and saying, like, we're our own country. Fine, fine. <laughs> I admit defeat. I admit defeat. I secede. I secede. <laughs> You're like, I'm about to secede from this marriage. You keep talking. <laughs> I'm going to retreat to my lady lair with my fountain <laughs> soda machine. <laughs> I'm going to watch Family Guy. <laughs> Sorry, continue. It's all right. Um... So at this point, uh, like I was saying, the Union was kind of struggling. They had attempted to take over Richmond, Virginia, which was the capital of the Confederate Confe- States. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but they were unsuccessful in doing this. So at this point, they really had not won many battles. Uh, they were, you know, getting kind of losses left and right. Um, and as this was going, Lincoln, who was the president at the time, yep. was preparing the Emancipation Proclamation, which mm-hmm. is the order that um, freed all the slaves, mm-hmm. right. if you remember correctly. Yes. And he was wanting to issue it, but his cabinet um, and his advisors were very wary to do this because they wanted to do it when the Union had a big win under its belt. They felt like having a solid victory would help enforce the law better. It Makes would kind sense. Of help people kind of put their faith back into the Union that, you know, they were winning. Uh-huh. So that's kind of a little <clears throat> bit about what was going on. Um, so when this was happening, uh, Robert E. Lee, who was the um, leader of the Confederate troops, Mm -hmm. ordered his troops to take over Frederick, Maryland. Um, And in doing this, he also ordered, uh, it's called Special Order 191. And what this did was that it separated his troops, and he sent them to different parts of Maryland and West Virginia. West Virginia. (laughs) Mountain mama. (laughs) Take me home. (laughs) I like that um, meme with the seagull. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's like screaming, mountain mama. (laughs) There's also one with a cat wearing a cowboy hat. That's quite cute, too. I'm a a fan. (laughs) I like the one with the cat with the cowboy hat. (laughs) And he goes, it's like, cats in Texas say, meowdy. never ceases to amaze me how stupid the internet is sometimes, but I'm just as much entertained. It's, it's so good. Okay. Yes. Sorry. Um, no, that's fine. <laughs> Meowdy. Meowdy. So, Special Order 191 okay. that Lee ordered, it sent the troops to different uh, cities or, like, towns at the time, and these okay. places were Boonesboro and Hagerstown, Maryland, and then Harper's Ferry in Martinsburg, West Virginia. Okay. The idea was that they were going to try and take over these areas. Gotcha. To kind of push the Confederacy farther north. Mm-hmm. Um, now, if you've got this super secret plan, mm-hmm. um, you probably don't want the other side to figure out what you're doing. Uh, right? No, probably not. Well, someone in one of the Confederate did not. They didn't rat, but they left a copy of the order behind. <laughs> I know. I'm like... <laughs> Wicked smart. I'm like, really? <laughs> um, so two Union soldiers found this copy and immediately took it to General George McClellan, who was the leader of the Union troops. Mm-hmm. And he thought, you know, he's like, we have hit the jackpot. Yeah. Like, thank you. <laughs> well, they could basically intercept. They, they, yeah, they, they knew, knew what, what they were doing now. So obviously with this knowledge, he's... <laughs> yeah, that's a big old fail. <laughs> 
he uh, decides he's going to move his troops to intercept Lee, which yep. makes sense. Yep. So this happened on 1st, uh, September 14th. Uh, Confederate troops collided with Union troops at South Mountain in Sharpsburg, Maryland. Okay. Um, during this meeting, and it sounds like there was some fighting here, but Lee almost retreated. He almost ordered the Confederate troops to fall back. Um, but he had recently gotten the news that um, the attempted takeover of Harper's Ferry was successful. Okay. So he felt confident that, you know, his troops could stay in Sharpsburg and fight and win. Okay. So he didn't, you know, order them to go. So, any questions so far? No, no, you're, you're a great storyteller. Thank you. Um, so September 17th, mm-hmm. that's when the battle actually began. Mm-hmm. Um, it was fought in a giant, looks like a, it's a cornfield. <clears throat> Can you put your fist down? I feel like you're about to, like, cold cock me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Celeste has her fist off, and she's, like, really Sorry, into I the story. Like, hands, no, you are. Like, <laughs> it's like your fist, like, keeps coming by. I'm like, oh, get the like, sock it to you. Yeah. I'm sock get it to you. Get the ruler. Be a quiz after. You better have studied. <laughs> you gotta get Why the ruler. Why do you go to, the, like, the sexy teacher motif every time? <laughs> you know I'm you gotta... teacher. <laughs> I have a thing for, like, teachers. <laughs> you nasty. I'm like, I just never really had that attractive of teachers, I guess, where I was like, hmm. Mine were like old men. Yeah. Like, no, thank you. No, I had a lot of hot teachers. Did you? I had a lot of fantasies. (laughs) Of course you did. Continue. (laughs) Okay. So, September 17th, the battle begins. It was fought in this giant cornfield. Um, To give you an idea of the loss of life, there were 15,000 casualties in eight hours. Well, repeat that. 15,000 casualties 15, in eight hours. Put in some work. Yeah. I mean, it was this was a huge... That's in one day. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I mentioned that they were fighting in this cornfield, but part of it was a, had a sunken road that kind of went through it. Mm-hmm. This is where a majority of the fighting was occurring, and this was referred to as Bloody Lane um, well, for yeah. this reason alone. <laughs> so here, the Union troops, they were able to drive Confederate troops back but, I mean, again, just the blood and the gore and the, the death yes. was just overwhelming. Um, you know, a lot of these bodies, they couldn't even pick up afterwards. They had to bury them in unmarked graves. I mean, you're just seeing truly, <clears throat> like, yeah. atrocious things happening. Absolutely. Um, so, in total, the battle lasted 12 hours. Wow. Um, so, one day, but one long-ass day. And yeah. I believe the number I found was that afterwards, it was approximately, there were 3,650 dead. Wow. Yeah. Um, so at this point, uh, Lee realizes that he's not going to win. Uh, the Confederacy is not going to win this battle. Yeah. Um, so he orders his troops to retreat and fall back and try and gather as many. To secede. To secede. <laughs> to retreat. <laughs> um, and <laughs> McClellan, who, remember, was the leader of the Union troops, allowed the Confederate troops to retreat. He didn't try and fire on them as they were doing this. Okay. He kind of let them go. He figured, like, we won. Like, we're good. Yep. Um, Lincoln apparently got word of this and was not happy with McClellan for doing that. He just wanted him to yeah. keep going. Yeah. He felt like, um, you know, he wanted him to keep firing on them and kind of k- continue to kick them while they were down. Uh-huh. That they needed, like, more and more, like, it would just strengthen the victory. Yeah. Um, so McClellan got the boot for that. So, he was no longer the the leader. (laughs) But the reason that this is all important was because Antietam is what changed the course of the war. This was a really strong victory for the Union. And shortly after this, remind you that this happened on September 17th. September 22nd, the Emancipation Proclamation was issued 
It became effective oh, okay. in January of the next year. Yep. But this success kind of, I think, gave Lincoln the reassurance he needed to Go issue ahead and that issue order. It, yep. So, yeah, it's um, it's important for that reason. Yeah. Yeah, so... Good stuff. Do you want to go, or do you want to hear about the ghost? No, I think we should just continue. Okay. So Do you need to wet your whistle? Do we have a drink? Do, yeah. Okay, well, you keep talking. I'm okay. Sponsored by LaCroix. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, but LaCroix, if you want to sponsor us, that'd be great. <laughs> we do love LaCroix. You found my... Uh, Celeste calls it a <laughs> LaCroix graveyard. Oh, my God, yeah. I um, We have a little mini fridge in our um, upstairs office. Mm-hmm. Because in the middle of the night when I get really thirsty, I just don't want to go all the way downstairs to the kitchen. So I Everyone's bought a mini like, fridge. you lazy. <laughs> yes, but I hate even, like, nobody wants to get up and even pee. So nobody wants to go all the way downstairs it's to get true. a drink. Thank God our bathroom is upstairs. So, <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. I'm just going to have to hold it. <laughs> I'm going to need a catheter at night. <laughs> exactly. Um, but I usually, there's a window you know, mm-hmm. kind of behind my side of the bed. Yeah. And it's like a perfect little shelf. Like, I have a nightstand. You have a hidey hole. I do have a hidey hole, so I just kind of stack them in there. It's like, I'll just hear Celeste, like, upstairs, like, rambling. because I found your, like, LaCroix graveyard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oops. <laughs> it's so true. It's a little embarrassing on how much cans, like, we have every week for recycling. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Well, it's to the po- like, so you can bring the cans here to, it's called the Redemption Center. Yeah, they and do that down south. You get five cents yeah. per can. But, yeah. like, you have to, like, sit and, like, feed it into this machine. So, like, we just recycle them. But yeah. so, somebody on our road has caught wind of all the cans. <laughs> he comes every, because our trash comes on yeah. Monday. And he goes every Monday. And he's, like, digging out all the cans. <laughs> like He's like, like, do you mind? I was like, no. You want to sit and feed this five like, cents in? Go for it. <laughs> by all means, have at it. Well, you'll have a lot tomorrow to look yeah. at. Because there's a hefty amount. Yes. Anyways, is your whistle wedded? <laughs> That's a really creepy way to say it, but yes, it is. Okay, okay. let's. Okay, so the hauntings of kind of this battlefield. Yes. Okay. Because obviously we're talking about a lot of death. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, in my opinion, that's a lot of residual energy that kind of scars the land. Absolutely. Um, so there's a couple different things that I touched on in this because there's a lot going on. Okay. Around here. Um, so uh, a major area that's haunted. Um, is Bloody Lane itself that I was talking about in the actual sure. battlefield. Um, so visitors have reported hearing gunfire, mm-hmm. um, smelling gunpowder. Oh, interesting. And this one was weird, too. There was a group of school children once that were walking by, and they swore they heard singing in the fields that sounded like Deck the Halls. Like la, the Christmas. La, la, yeah. La, la, la. Okay. So interesting. Um, and what they kind of took from this is that where this was heard was near the observation tower. Okay. On the field. Yeah. And there was an Irish brigade that charged Confederate troops near this point and were singing um, a battle cry, and I believe it's in Gaelic. Okay. Um, I could be wrong about that. But I think there is one line that sounds a lot like, fa la 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 So it was actually this oh. battle cry, but it sounds a lot like Christmas carols. So people think they hear Christmas carolers out in the field. That's and, pretty wild. Isn't it weird? Yeah, a little bit. So that's one. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> there is also a place called Burnside's Bridge. Okay. And this is the site uh, where General Burnside drove Confederate troops back okay. during the battle. Yep. Um, it's the site of many unmarked graves. Remember that, sure. unfortunately, there's just so many bodies that you, they just couldn't grab them all. So mm-hmm. they, a lot of times, just buried all these people. My guess would be Union and Confederate together. Yeah. Which is kind of symbolic when you think about it. Like mm-hmm. A little bit. Yeah. I don't know that for sure. Don't fact check me on that. But You'd have to assume. Yeah, I would imagine. 
Um, so because of this, uh, people will report hearing drums near this bridge. Yep. They'll see blue lights around mm-hmm. it for some reason. Um, and yeah, I mean, it just seems like a very... That's kind of your... I just feel like that's a lot of... I think it's residual. I just think... We talked about that a little bit last week mm-hmm. with Bonnie and Clyde and like just the screams and stuff. And yeah. it, I think that is just residual. And how does it leave? That's just so much energy in no. one area. I think it's just never going to leave. I would agree as well. And it's interesting to me, like not obviously a lot of the hauntings happen like on the battlefield itself, mm-hmm. but the surrounding area. I mean, this truly was a battle that kind of uh, touched all of the areas around it just because of the, yeah. you know, loss of life and... Um, you know, just everything going on. Yeah. So one of these areas that I was reading about is called Pry House. Um, during the battle, it was used as a hospital. Okay. Um, now it's, I believe, a renovated, like, historic home. You can tour it, it kind of sounds like. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the 70s, the house caught fire, and mm-hmm. firefighters and people reported seeing a woman on the second floor mm-hmm. um, who looked to be in antique clothing, but the second floor had collapsed in the fire, so there was no way she could have been up there. Interesting. So it's kind of got some hauntings to it. Yeah. Um, Who this woman is, is she's thought to be the wife of General Israel Bush Richardson, and I did not look to see if he was on the Confederate side or the Union side. Okay. But he died in the house, and she was by his side on November 3rd, 1862. Okay. Um, So it's kind of thought she never left Mm. the house. Makes sense. Yeah. Um... And the last one, there's a lot. There's a ton. I mean, going there, on yeah. At Antietam. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's actually an inn that you can stay at. Ooh. I know. I'm like, add it to the list. I love a good, good haunted hotel. hotel. <laughs> that we'll never be able to stay at. <laughs> no, probably not. Uh, so this is the Jacob Rohrbach. Rohrbach I, I think it's Rohrbach. I'll point to it and you tell me what you think about that. Rohrbach. Yeah. Rohrbach Inn. And this is located at uh, 138 West Main Street in Sharpsburg, Maryland. It was also used as a hospital. Okay. I think at this point, they were just any... Anywhere. Any standing building yeah. was used as a hospital, um, which makes sense on why these places are so haunted. Mm-hmm. So, on um, July 4th, this is... Oh, sorry. I skipped a line. This is significant because on July 4th, 1864, a murder occurred at mm-hmm. this place. Okay. So, at the time, the property belonged to a couple named Henry and Martha Rohrbach. hmm On July 4th... Um, Guerrilla Confederate soldiers, kind of like we were talking about with Jesse James, Yep, burst in. They were known as Mosby's Rangers, and they were demanding access to um, the Rohrbach's stable, where Jacob, who was Henry's twin brother, okay, he was staying with them, and his horse was in the stable. So they wanted into the stable. They wanted to get the horse. Yep. Um, and so they are fighting with them, and at one point, the uh, Rangers charged up the stairs at the house, and they woke up Jacob, who was sleeping in his bed. And as soon as he woke up, they shot him dead. Oh, wow. Okay. That's a hell of a way to be woken up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, sounds, um, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. So, effectively, I mean, he was murdered. Here. Yeah. Um, so, you can still stay at this inn. And people have reported hearing boots running up the stairs. Again, kind of sounds residual. That's scary, yeah. Um, this one's creepy. Children have been heard giggling in one of the rooms. It's called the Claire Barton Room. Uh-huh. I do not like children giggling. No. I'm not a fan of giggling. <laughs> not when there's not children really there. I know. <laughs> like real life humans. Yeah. And I found this interesting too. Children under 10 are not allowed to stay in the inn. Interesting. I've seen that a lot. There's... um. Why? Well, I know... I think it was um the Shanley 
Mm-hmm. I'm about that's in New York. Oh, yeah. Yep. They have to sign a waiver, and I think you have to be at least 16 just for, like, because mm-hmm. it's so active and scary. Like, you can't just be bringing, like, little Timmy, like, to a haunted <laughs> little place. Little Timmy to the end. <laughs> to the end that's, like, super haunted. So I wonder True. if it has to do something with that. But I wonder, like, 10 is still, that's a pretty young age for, for that. I know. Like, part of me wonders, like, is it because, like, younger children are... I don't even know if it's paranormal. I kind of thought maybe it's, like, because children are loud and they cry a lot and, like, they don't want other guests maybe being bothered by... (laughs) Maybe. Maybe older children, obviously, are more manageable. (laughs) I don't know. Interesting. No, that's an interesting thought. I'm not sure. I really couldn't find anything that explained why that was. Why? Yeah. But, I mean, I get that. I mean, we had a kid-free wedding. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not ashamed of that one bit. (laughs) We had some pissed off people, but... We did. You know? Um, We offered to provide child care. Yep. You know, I just... My thing, and this was the bougie bride coming out of me, but... I just did not want me walking down that aisle to be marred by children crying. Screaming, yeah. Like, absolutely. I'm sorry. Yeah. People disagree with that. I understand that. Yeah. But, you know, it's your wedding. You do whatever you want. It's true. So. It's my day. It's my. <laughs> no, it was Caitlin's day. It was not. Everyone thought that I was going to be the absolute bridezilla, and it was absolutely Caitlin. Well, when you say bridezilla, <laughs> I was not a bridezilla. I knew, I didn't always know what I wanted, but I knew what I didn't want. So, Celeste was like, how about this? Like, No. <laughs> Caitlin called me one day in an absolute <laughs> panic because we were going to have silver silverware and that didn't go with the gold centerpieces. And I cr- <laughs> Listen, I have OCD. All I could think was gold and silver. Like it just, we had gold and navy blue as yeah. like our color like palette. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, silver silverware with gold chairs, gold centerpieces. <laughs> that is not going to look okay. Like, it must be gold. So we had... <laughs> Clean Caitlin said it must be gold. Like, <laughs> we oh, had it gold. was. And I, there are a few people <laughs> we will not name, but, like, they are prized possessions. Like, took a fork from your wedding. <laughs> they were rented. I was like, they, I wonder... Not like they're ours. No, like, they stole a knife. Like, it wasn't real gold. No. <laughs> we also had to respray paint. Like, 300 uh, vases from Goodwill. Stop being an asshole. We decided, like, we had most things catered, and, like, we Mm -hmm. rented most of the stuff. So we thought we were going to be handy. We were like, we could do something. Like, let's do centerpieces. It was a real, like, shout-out to Jeff and Gabby for for taking the bath. I had it on the yard, like, spray painting. (laughs) But I had done rose gold on a couple of them. And we had probably done, like, because we had, like, three or four centerpieces on each table. Yeah. Yep. And... I was just like, rose gold is not going to look good with, like, gold, traditional gold. gold. <laughs> yeah. I was like, start over. <laughs> Repaint all of them. Tyrant. Yeah. <laughs> did we oh. not have a badass, beautiful wedding? We did have a beautiful okay, wedding, Okay, well, you're yes. welcome. You should be saying thank you instead oh. of... <laughs> <laughs> Truly, to anyone planning a wedding right now, like, I feel your pain. Yeah. Like, you have my sympathies. Because <laughs> elope. <laughs> elope, seriously. Like, mm, I um, loved it. Would not do it again. Yeah. That was a lot. That was a lot. That it's like lot. having a second job, truly. It was stressful. It's like you go to work and you come home and you wedding plan like yeah. every freaking day. I don't miss it. <laughs> no, I don't either. I'm like, oh god. Uh, yeah. All right. All right. You ready? Yes. All right. So what did you? Mine is a little more hard to follow. Okay. So we're gonna have to just kind of talk through it. Okay. Um. I've only talked to you through it, you know, like 10 times this morning. So I'm like, I'm going to fuck it up so hard. <laughs> You're going to do great. Um, so mine comes after your um, battle. Yes. Um, and this is in 1863, and it's the Battle of Chimichanga. 
Chimichanga. Yeah. I don't remember reading about that one in high school. <laughs> okay, so I really just, I feel like we could have done Gettysburg, but I feel like that's just like... It's a really well-known It's battle. Yeah, most no, people know all that. We could probably do an episode literally on, on its own. There was a on shit Gettysburg. ton yeah, on we Gettysburg. that on the list. Um, so I just was going through and looking, and it is <laughs> the Battle of Chickamauga, and <laughs> it looked like Chimichanga. So. Is that literally why you chose it? Yeah, it looked like, <laughs> like, like chimichanga. Like, this could be funny. <laughs> I could make somebody laugh with a battle of chimichanga. <laughs> Chimichangas are my jam, by the way. We, I never order anything different other than like a deep fried like pocket of meat <laughs> with cheese sauce on it. In a lot of cases, yeah. Okay, um, so obviously this was during the American Civil War in the yeah. late summer of 1863. Twas the summer of 1863. <laughs> <laughs> that was, was my, like, <laughs> my historical narration. We gotta get you in, like, a, you know, the period costume. I need, like, a powdered wig on. <laughs> <laughs> in a rocking chair. Twas the summer. <laughs> oh, God. This is gonna be bad. In okay. the town of Chimichanga. <laughs> Stop, 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 stop. I'm not on a good path right now. <laughs> um, okay, so there was this key railroad in the center of Chattanooga, Tennessee. Chattanooga. Yep. Chattanooga. Chattanooga. Um, so obviously both the Union, which is the North, yep. and the Confederate, the South, mm-hmm. they both wanted it real bad. Um, so the Union General, William Rosecrans... Which literally made me think of rose crayons yeah, every time you said it. <laughs> now, every time I say it, I feel like... Rose crayons. Yeah. It's rose crayons. Okay. Um, so, he was the Union General. He pushed Braxton Hicks. Thank you for laughing. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's his, not Braxton It's Hicks. not Braxton Hicks. Um, it's Braxton Braggs. Okay. Um, and he was a Confederate. It was the Army of Tennessee. Okay. So... Um, Rose crayons pushed Bra- uh, Braxton Braggs mm-hmm. out of Chattanooga. Okay, so they're like, get on out. Of that, here. Yeah, get on out. And he had sixty thousand man army. Okay. To the Chickamauga um, army in Georgia. Okay. It's in Chickamauga, Georgia, right on the Tennessee borderline. As they were, they're okay. They're very like, very close. Okay. Um, that was a question. To give you a little more perspective, Chickamauga is 12 miles southwest of Chattanooga. Okay. Okay. Yep, that makes sense. Um, so the this is when the Confederates weren't doing so good. They yeah. weren't really feeling too good. Mm-hmm. Um, but they had reinforcements on the way, so they were feeling better that they had more of a chance. Yeah, they had um, more people coming. Yes. Okay. And this kind of reinforcement was led by a man named James Longstreet. Okay. So there's a lot of names, so I'm going to just, when I say them, I'll just either say Union or Confederate, just mm-hmm. to kind of keep it organized. Keep it straight, yeah. Um, so before all these men arrived, mm-hmm. the soldiers that they had there um, kind of just did small little attacks, mm-hmm. uh, but they failed every time. They just were not not getting there. Okay. Um, so Longstreet's troops did arrive, and they now had um, 65,000 men okay. to fight. Yeah. So they were feeling pretty confident. Um, because they, they had more manpower now mm-hmm. over the Union. Um, and remember, the Union was led by Rosecrans. Okay. Um, so this started, this battle started on the morning of September 19th of 1863. Okay. Um, and these two armies, Union and Confederate, meet in the woods. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's by the banks of the Chickamauga Creek. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now we're kind of getting into the battle. Um, there were a lot 
of casualties. Um, Braggs, the Mm -hmm. Confederate, Mm -hmm. he repeatedly attacked the Union, but the Union corpse um, was led by a man named George Thomas, Mm -hmm. um, held strong, so they kind of were losing a lot of men, but nobody was gaining any, like, traction. Yeah. Um, So... Rosecrans, the Union, mm-hmm. um, he had more people coming in. So he, um, they had less men, remember, mm-hmm. but slowly had more start to kind of trickle okay. in. Yeah. Um, so the um, Longstreet, mm-hmm. the Confederate, arrived with two more brigades. So everybody's just bringing in more Both people. Both sides are bringing in extra people. Yes. Okay. Um, so Bragg decides to split his army in half. Okay. And they're going to have two wings. So Longstreet was in command of the left side, and a man mm-hmm. named Leonidas Polk led the right. Polk apparently was kind of like slow as fuck <laughs> and wasn't... Um, he wasn't like doing... What yeah, like they were both kind of like like supposed to kind of storm at the same time, mm-hmm. but he was kind of like dicking off some, like in the woods <laughs> doing something. Um, but they, um, they did start to advance. It just was taking a little longer, so this spilled into... Um, a second day okay. of battle. Um, so now we're on in September, um, into September 20th. Okay. Um, yep. So the Confederates are getting lucky because they're kind of pushing, mm-hmm. you know, and Rosecrans was shifting his troops. Mm-hmm. And so this kind of made a split in their um, kind of group of people. Yeah. So Braggs and Polk just like... Hit them hard. Yeah. They go um, just buck wild, which sent the Union troops, into a frenzy, and they just kind of scattered. So they were kind of, like, caught off guard by this? Yes. Okay. Because it was kind of like a like a slow moment, so they were kind of, like, changing out troops, and, you know, we're on day two, mm-hmm. so, like, you've, you've got to kind of switch yeah, out. Yeah, these people are tired, they're mm-hmm. hurt. And so Braggs and Polk see this, and they're taking advantage. They like, we're going, it. yep, and so they, um, the Union troops are just, like, scattered. Lord. And they're having to retreat. They're, they're realizing, mm-hmm. like, they're all going to die. So yeah. they're trying to get back to Chattanooga. Yep. Um, Longstreet demanded, like, just keep having the, um, you know, troops come in, but Bragg said, no, like, we're done. Okay. Um, now remember George Thomas, he led the Union troops. Mm -hmm. Um, he kind of just reorganized the Union troops and just said, like, everybody, like, sit down, shut up, (laughs) and, like, we need to do this effectively if we're going to survive. Yep. So he kind of just brought everybody, you know, back and kind of was seen as a hero. Okay. Um, and so they nicknamed him the Rock of Chickamauga. Okay. Um, and so they were kind of able to hold them off and get safely back to Chattanooga. Okay. Um, and this is when the Confederates kind of claim victory okay. um, of this. Gotcha. Okay. Um, here's just a little fun fact that I found. George Thomas mm-hmm. um, was born in Virginia. Okay. And obviously... Confederate, yeah, um, and went to West Point, but he okay. was loyal to um, the Union. That's interesting, and that's you. I remember reading like occurrences of like families literally being divided in half because yeah. if they had two sons, one son would fight for the Confederacy, yeah. you know, usually, and the other one would fight for the Union. It kind of seemed like you're they're going to split. Yeah, I wonder if they had the flags like in South Carolina when it's like house divided and it's got like Clemson tiger paw and then like <laughs> Carolina Gamecocks. <laughs> I don't know, but it was a very divisive. Time. Yes. Um, so Longstreet wanted to continue to like battle and like just still like just kill people. Yeah. Um, but Bragg was just like no. He kind of was realizing the loss of life that had happened, mm-hmm. um, and they kind of. I say inventory. I don't know really like better word. Inventory of the deaths. Yeah. Okay. And they had found that um, ten Confederate generals had been killed. Wow. 
um, and close to 20,000 troops had died. Wow. Um, The Union also suffered massive loss of life, losing over 16,000 troops. Um, So this was the second most deadly battle Mm -hmm. in the um, American Civil War, second to Gettysburg. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it was big. It was a doozer. It was. Um, So, like I said before, the Confederates did claim victory Mm -hmm. um, because the Union... Um, forces did get safely back to Chattanooga. Mm-hmm. Um, the Confederates ended up putting the city like under siege. Okay. Uh, but in October of that year, General um, Ulysses S. Grant yep. brought reinforcements in and took over the Union command in, in that area. In Chattanooga? Chattanooga. Chattanooga. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> um, so, kind of to wrap it up, mm-hmm. um, the Confederates claimed victory. Remember George Thomas, the Rock yep. of... What is Chimichanga. It? Chimichanga. <laughs> Chickamauga. Okay. Um, he was promoted to brigadier general mm-hmm. um, and took command of the Army of Cumberland, which um, what was Rosecrans. Okay, so he kind of took his spot. Yeah. Okay. Um, he's he's a hero, yeah. you know, because he like kind of just trooped everyone back and yeah. everyone else was like freaking the fuck out. Yeah, sure. Um, so now we're going to fast forward to the next following month. Mm-hmm. Um, this is in November. Okay. George Thomas and Ulysses S. Grant team up and took over the Confederates. They're like, no, we're going to, like, take this back. Um, we're going to get all up in it. And they did. Okay. And they got all up in they, it. <laughs> they got all up in it. And if you do, we, sh- we could do another episode on Civil War, obviously. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to get into the depths of this one, but um, that is the Battle of Chattanooga that happened literally mm. the next month. Okay. Um, after gotcha. the Battle of Chickamauga. Yeah. Um, so, in... All in all, the Confederates won first, but the Union ended up winning sure. overall. Yeah. No, yeah. that's a good one. Phew. Did I do okay? <laughs> yeah, you did. That's, it's, no, it's very difficult to, like, understand the logistics of these battles, like, without seeing it, you know? Yeah. Like, well, there's just a lot of names and a lot of just kind of back and forth, so yeah. I hope that that made sense to everyone else. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. No, it's interesting. Phew. Oh, do you need to wet your whistle? No, my whistle is wetted. <laughs> Yeah, gross. I know. So, much like your battle, mm-hmm. we, there's just so much death. I mean, yeah, truly, there's gonna be some shit going on. Yeah, thereafter, yeah, absolutely. Um, so I don't think anybody is going to be surprised when I tell you that there are some hauntings going it's on. It. Surprise! <laughs> um, so I think you kind of touched on it a little bit. They they just kind of left the bodies. There were yes. so many that you can't. There, there really wasn't much time to no. bury them. Yeah. Um, so there were some makeshift graves, um, sure. but not a lot. So these bodies were just there for, like, weeks and mm. just there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so if you go to visit now, a lot of people say um, you can hear gunshots at night. Okay. Um, just hearing, like, these blood-curdling screams, a lot of crying. And this is in Chickamauga, like, in that area? Yes, this is right on the battlefield. Oh, yep. Okay. Um, and, yeah, so just lots of screams and crying and just kind of your typical things. You know mm-hmm. what else is hanging out? Tell. She makes an appearance everywhere. We got a woman in white. A lady in white. <laughs> There's a damn lady in white everywhere. Um, so she's supposedly a wife of a soldier who was killed, and she's just searching okay. for him. Interesting. Um, now, there is one 
haunting. I found this very interesting. It was a happy accident of mm-hmm. my chimichanga endeavor because <laughs> I yes. literally picked it because it looked like chimichanga. Yeah. Um, but this actually has a really cool haunting. Okay. Um, and it's actually most famous for this haunting. Okay. Um, it's not a soldier. That's what I kind of thought yeah, at first. I imagine. Um, it's a cryptid. Ooh, we now, love us a cryptid. We do love us a cryptid. So Is it Snelly? It's not Snelly. It's not Snelly Gaster. If anybody... <laughs> If anybody doesn't, I did not know what a cryptid was until you. Yeah. But a cryptid is kind of like Loch Ness Monster, think of. Sasquatch. Um, Sasquatch. Things yeah. that are maybe not yeah. there, but... Could exist. Could, yeah. And you should go back and listen to our cryptids episode. Uh, that's, it would make more sense. Snelly yeah. would make more sense. Old Snelly. <laughs> old gotta, Snelly. He's an old son of a gun. You gotta read about him. Um, so yeah, it's a cryptid. Um <laughs> Did you have something? No. Oh. No, I was just looking at you. His name is Old Green Eyes. That's the most southern. So I said to how southern? (laughs) Old Green Eyes. All right. Um, So it said that this creature, Old Green Eyes, is so nasty, like he was attracted um, to all the blood from the battle. Like that's kind of what generated him. Yeah. What's he look like? Yeah. What does old Hickory Ham Mike look like? (laughs) (laughs) I do not remember where that ever came from. (laughs) Hey, hey, it's all Hickory Ham Mike. (laughs) It is my most famous line. I I do love telling people that. That is a good one. (laughs) Or just texting, like, random numbers. You know how you do, like, the, like, text your neighbor? Yeah. And it's like you text someone with, like, one digit off from your phone number. Yeah. I did it one time and nobody wrote back. But I like to just send random numbers, like, hey, hey, it's all Hickory Ham Mike. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, um, So... He's described as a monster that looks semi-human um, with eerie green eyes. Oh. He has a protruding, deformed jaw with Ooh. these huge fangs that stick out. Oh. Yeah. He does sound nasty. Um, so a lot of visitors have claimed that they've seen them, and even park rangers um, mm. are still reporting that they've seen old green eyes. Old green eyes. Um, so there was a really, um, the most notable encounter mm-hmm. with him was from a ranger in 1976. Okay. Um, and so these are his words. This is kind of what he described as what he had seen. Okay. So I'm going to start and th- these are his words, not mine. Okay. When it passed me, I could see his hair was long like a woman's. The eyes, I'll never forget those eyes. They were glaring, almost greenish orange in color, flashing like some sort of wild animal. The teeth were long and pointed like fangs. Ooh. I didn't know whether to run or scream or what. Then the headlights of an approaching car came blazing through the fog, and the thing disappeared right in front of me. Mm-mm. 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 Get out of here, old green eyes. Old green eyes. Get on. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So, it's kind of scary, but that's kind of the most, like, notable. Well known. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. That's interesting. It, like yeah. I said, I would not have guessed a cryptid connection That's, yeah, to the Civil War, but there you go. It was kind of like happy accident, yeah. you know, that that kind of was associated with that. It's true. So, no, that's interesting. Yeah. So I guess if you ever go to Chickamauga, to be careful. You might come in contact with Old Green Eyes. Old Hickory Ham Mike. <laughs> <laughs> old Green Eye Hickory Ham Mike <laughs> might be out there waiting for you. Yes. Yeah, no. so that's 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 my story, and I'm sticking to it. Yeah, that was interesting. Thanks. I, you know, I've always wanted to. It's the nerd in me, but I've always wanted to go to some of these. Like, I'd love to go to Gettysburg one day and, yeah. like, actually see some of these places. I think it'd be really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. And I noticed, too, when I was kind of researching, there's a ton of, like, ghost tours in these areas, too, that you can do. Oh, yeah. That focus I mean, on the Civil War. Yeah. yeah. There was a lot of people that died. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, there were. It's a kind of a perfect place for hauntings. Hauntings, yeah. It's very true. Very, very true. Yeah. Well, dang. Well, dang, Gina. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. 
I'm trying to think if I have anything else to say, but I don't... I can smell my beans cooking. I bought a... Oh, so you have to tell them. <laughs> really, I wanted this... Chrissy Teigen has her little line at Target, mm-hmm. and she's had this Dutch oven for a long time. Yeah. And I've never really cooked with a Dutch oven before. Okay. But I've seen them, a lot of recipes that I see, like, if you have a Dutch oven, like, use a Dutch oven. Like, you mm-hmm. don't have to, but pretty convenient. Yeah. And it looks really pretty, because it's yeah. Chrissy Teigen. Yeah. But, um... I'm making some baked beans. Mmm, and they are good. We barbecue, yeah, barbecue pulled pork baked beans, actually. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's full of pulled pork and yes. bacon and just heavenly goodness. Yeah. You know what I saw the other day, too? It doesn't go with beans, so I'm not quite sure what it, like, popped into my brain. But I want, uh, you know, our girl friend Leanne. Yeah. Um, I want her a homemade ranch recipe. Yeah, she put it up today, actually, or yesterday. It yeah, I wanted one day. It was her son's birthday. Yeah. And... It did look good. I've never Happy made... birthday, girlfriend. <laughs> girlfriend, baby. <laughs> baby, baby cool. <laughs> Happy birthday, baby cool. No, I don't think he's a baby. I think he's like 13. It's the, yeah, yeah. No, um, definitely we got to get on that because homemade ranch sounds... That's bomb. Delicious. Yeah. I do want to start making... Because we... This is a bad thing to admit, but <laughs> we throw away a lot of bread. Like, we don't usually finish a loaf of bread before there's, like, mold on it. Yeah. But we should start making... I should make, like, homemade croutons. Not with moldy bread. She but made like, that too, didn't she? Did she? I think she made homemade. One Leanne. time she did. Leanne, <laughs> hey, listen, I'm about to text you after this. <laughs> this is going to be a few weeks out before you hear it, but we don't need to get that recipe. Yeah, it looked good. I need the crouton recipe and, and the, ranch. the ranch recipe. Yeah, that sounds... You need, yeah. like, to make your own little ghoulish cookbook. That'd be cool. Oh. Like, I, I can't think of Well, I'm not that. buying any t-shirts, so they're not going to buy my fucking cookbook. Well, maybe if y'all want a cookbook, let us know. We <laughs> fire one out for you. Love and lard. <laughs> Love and lard. I don't even know what we call a cookbook. Like, hmm, I just think about that. That'll be a good one, yeah. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. All right. Cool friends that cook. Yeah, like, ghoul. I don't know. I gotta think of like. Come on, be witty. Popcorn here. Let's not, go. I cannot just Dang, come up with these Gina? things on the fly. <laughs> Fuck it, 2020. Ghoulish grub. Ooh, look at you. Ghoulish grub or Ghoulish like, grub, yeah. yeah. If you got any, if you got any suggestions, let us know. Send that in. <laughs> Maybe it's like we started out with a podcast and we ended up with a cooking show. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't hate it. I wouldn't hate it either. No, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. All right. Well. You ready to wrap her up? Sure. Um, come find me on Facebook. Yes. Um, and if you want to buy merch, it is Ghoulfriends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ghoulfriendspodcast.cottoncart.com. Nice. If you want to find us on Instagram, it's. Are you going for at it? Ghoul Friends Podcast. Okay. If you want to find us on Twitter, it's Ooh, what is Ghoul it? underscore friends. Yes. Oh. And you're so close. Where else are we? On email. Email. And that's at ghoulfriendspodcast at gmail.com. <gasps> oh. Ooh, high high five. five. <laughs> and remember, too, that if you have a listener story you want to send in to us, um, please email, email it to us. Yeah. Uh, that's, again, ghoulfriendspodcast at gmail.com. And I'm getting a little low on uh, animal pics. Like, y'all were like pretty hot on that for a bit yeah and now i'm a little bit sad so, so send your animals even if you've sent them before send me another cute pic because they're all very cute they are i only remember opal because that's the one you showed me yes but they're i'm sure they're all precious they are all precious i know no snakes no lizards no iguanas no <laughs> no reptiles <laughs> cute flurfies yes floofs i love a floof i do love a floof all right yeah good stuff and that was a fun one that was a fun one i enjoyed that yeah well Any parting words before we uh, go check on the beans?
beans, beans, the magical fruit. The more you eat, the more you toot, the more you toot, the better you feel. Then you're ready for another meal. There you go, folks. You heard it first. She just definitely rolled her eyes. She was hoping I was not going to go there. I definitely did. You did. You heard it first from Caitlin. Most people have probably already clicked off from this anyway. They're like, this is so stupid. I don't blame you. Um, It's true. All right. Well, good. Good. Well, remember, we love you. And we hope you have a spooky and spectacular week. Yes. For now, I'm Celeste. And I'm Baked Bean, Hickory Ham, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm Caitlin. (laughs) And we're your cool friends. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Snelly.